Welcome to the 7th Annual Artability Show. We are now in the Multicultural Lounge at the Tivoli Center. Come with me and I'll guide you through the rest of our paintings. Our first artist in the Tivoli Center is Dan Torino. Dan Torino is currently a student at the CCD Honoraria Campus. He's been a member of the Mental Health Corporation of Denver to Succeed program for almost 15 years. He states about his art, I love to paint. I've been painting since I was five years old. My mother would bring me pencils and paper from her two jobs. I like to draw the highlights of the Air Force Academy's Ben Martin show. It was hard because he'd be talking. Sometimes I would get a good likeness. Otherwise, it would just look like somebody else. Dan has put two pictures in our show. His first picture is called is called The Joneses. It's an abstract with mostly blues, reds, and yellows. The second picture that he's put in is called A Still Life. This is a simple picture of a rose in a cup. As you walk to the left through the Multicultural Lounge, the next artist that we have on our wall, his name is Jonah Chavez. He is part of the To Succeed program as well. His first picture is called Cat Lover. It is a grinning pink cat with a swirling background. His second is a picture of a cat named Chester. The cat is actually green, and it looks like he's looking at a painting. There's a uh, footstool and a blue background. The next artist that we have down in the ca- in the display case is from the Access Gallery. Her name is Nicole. She's 21 years old, and she's developmentally disabled. She loves dragons. She will paint anything she can get her hands on. She will often paint on scraps of paper or cardboard that she has collected from her trash. Her picture is a picture of a princess named Danielle and two, no, make that four dragons and a castle. There's a beautiful blue dragon, a red dragon, an orange dragon, and a purple dragon with Danielle in the center of it. Our next artist is unique. Her name is Sofia Carmela San Miguel. As she states about her art, I was born in San Francisco, California, on April 25th, 1980. I've lived in Denver for over 20 years and have fallen in love with Colorado. I've attended many art schools throughout my life. Not only do I have an interest in art, but I enjoy other subjects too, such as playing chess, biking, and cooking. I've been a member at To Succeed and the MHCD for over four years and have found an organization that is extremely helpful. One of my main interests is art. Art means so much to me and my life. I'm very prolific, and lately I've been attracted to creating collages of my own liking. I like drawing self-portraits and still-life images, but mainly I do abstract paintings. I love to display my artwork for people around town and perhaps sell some to the homes in Colorado. I plan to stay interested in art and explore my options as an artist. Sophia's first display is actually five three-dimensional collages that are framed with a wide variety of items. The items can include miniature trucks, thumb, uh, thimbles, beads, and paintings. They're beautiful. They actually have to be covered with saran wrap because the artwork will fall off the frame without it. As you walk around the corner, Sophia was not kidding about being very prolific. She has a series of art 
still lifes that are actually a collage for her. The first one on the right is a still life drawing with the green and purple. The second one is a collage that includes a penthouse cover with different photographic and silver and gold backgrounds. She's got a second dement or second abstract that's an art of a valley, peaceful valley. Sorry. And then there's a monkey in the corner. She also has an abstract, which is a combination of pictures and coloring. She used crayons in this particular piece. The last piece that she has actually has Kush in it and beautiful women in lovely dresses and an abstract with a combination of tissue paper and watercolors. The next two pieces as you proceed around the corner that you will see are both um, access galleries. No, I'm sorry. They're two to succeed artists. The first one on the right, his name is Joe Knight, and it is an abstract. There's actually a face in the center of his picture that it's blues, reds, and yellows that combine in a swirl to create an abstract of a face. The next picture is George Roth, and it's a beautiful pastel colors and squares, checks and squares. The next author that we or the next artist that we show has four pieces. Um, his name is Jimmy Strange. Jimmy writes about his art. Life happens. It's about how we make choices and how we choose to seize the day. I have found art in art therapy to deal with difficult and sometimes depressing situations and events. I attempt to gain the viewer's attention through light, color, and imagery that reflects part of my slice of living, an accumulation of time and space that allows the viewer to let their eyes wander all over my work. The whimsical approach is literally satiric and purposeful, with use strictly of oil pastels. The reason why I choose oil pastels is because I can layer the colors faster. My thoughts race in color. What I aim to achieve by my completing each piece of artwork is a release of personal aesthetic satisfaction, complemented by a vibrant use of color with meaning and therapeutic purposes. This has, of course, positively affected my life because of the inner growth involved. I have been able to transcend ideas through subject matter and appropriately channel my thoughts and ideas back to the canvas. My art has traveled with me from Aurora to Metro to Durango to Fort Sill, Oklahoma, back to Colorado, to Arkansas for a brief period, and finally back to Metro. It's a coping skill to transform these ideas on paper as a personal release. Let the colors shine. Thank you for your time. Jimmy's pieces start on the right-hand side. He actually has a multicolored picture of a cheetah. My personal favorite of his pieces is called The Bug, and it's a Volkswagen Bug at what looks like an old-fashioned McDonald's. The next piece he calls drag racing, and it actually is a tribute to Monaco Parkway and the races that frequently happen after hours. He has a blue drag race and a red drag race car getting ready to hit the line. The last one that he has done is Colin. It's a sweet picture of a very small child looking longingly out at the distance. William Bowman, the next artist that you will see in the, in the Multicultural Lounge, is William Bowman the fourth, the fourth. His pieces reflect a certain style of art, beginning with the techniques of Picasso and ending with Basquat's pop style. Without the significance of art reflecting color, texture, and symbols, 
There is no meaningful dialogue between the creator and the audience. To have substance means to have purpose. Without purpose, mankind is lost, and the freedom of expression and artistic design is understated. Finally, the love of art shines in the craft of all honesty and appreciation of thought. William Bowman has four pieces. His first piece is an abstract of a bat against a deep blue background. He has a simple pencil drawing. He also has one which is called Keeping Up with the Joneses. And it is a central picture of what appears to be a queen and the Joneses and all of the components that society expects you to achieve in order to keep up with the Joneses. His last piece is actually a bilateral portrait of a face. The left-hand side is all blue. The black eyes are empty. The right-hand side of the face is all yellow. There's a black highlighting of the eyes, the eyebrows, and the hair. The outline of the face is outlined in a red line. The next artist that we have is Valerie K. Ballard. The 16th Street painting I did as a challenge not only doses it with a lot of information and linear perspective, there's lots of people, clear skies, sunlight, and wet street. It was a little intimidating, but I took it a step by step. I'm glad I did it, and I'm proud of what I was able to accomplish. This paint painting spent the last year at the state capitol. That painting is the first work that you will see. It is a dreary 16th Street Mall illusion. Things are highlighted in the water and on the buildings. The meditative series that Kay did next, she brought it down to a minimal, like single-pointed centeredness. She wanted to paint something that took her to a meditative thought. Her first picture is called The Inner Buddha. It is the place within us free of ego, free of mental garbage, free from any stories that anything should be anything other than it is. Just being in the moment, with nothing separating us from the God Source. Purple is the color of the crown chakra, and blue is the color of the brow and throat chakras. Both are colors of high vibration and protection. I used a gold leaf to emulate God's energies. That is one of the next in the series. It has a beautiful purple. Most of the face is purple with gold highlights, beautiful red lips, and a blue background. The inner light focuses on the energy of the flame. Its energy is a symbol of our own inner light and is instrumental in prayer and meditation. This is a simple picture of two candles in a gray, grayish-brown background. The third in the series is called Calling Spirit Eagle. Eagle feathers have been used as talismans by shaman healers, and Spirit Eagle and I met during the meditation, and he showed me some awesome things. She has a single feather with a blue, with a brown background. The next picture by Valerie K. Ballard is actually a canyon in New Mexico, and it's called My White Place. She painted this from a study I did early this summer on the Plain Air planting inten- Painting Intensive at the Ghost Ranch in New Mexico, which is where George O'Keefe used to live. She painted her own white space in this very canyon. This very spot was in the recent movie Cowboys and Aliens and the older movie City Slickers. The last piece that Valerie K. Ballard has is called One Who Stands Against the Wind. 
It is one of her actual plain plus air painting sketches that she did while at Ghost Ranch. At first, I was to draw this tree because it had so much character to it. Once I got the preliminary sketch in, an intense windstorm sprung up. I had to stop painting. It was at that moment that I named the painting. Because this tree has a great sense of determination. Leaning into the wind and all the branches facing the wind with little or no leaves, giving a look of having its hair blown back. This tree is very old, like the strength of a powerful, wise being, just the sort of being I would like to sit next to and enjoy the view. When I came back to finish this painting, I was surrounded by a large group of children from a 4-H club. It was a lot of fun. I've chosen all of these images because they give me a sense of happiness, inner peace, strength, and balance. I want to paint light. These paintings have brought me lots of joy to paint. I hope you enjoy them too. The next artist as we approach, as we go to the left in the Tivoli Multicultural Lounge is Emily Barr. Emily Barr was born and raised in small towns in Florida. These three months since my family moved to Denver have been new and exciting. I miss the ocean, the beach, and the relaxed approach of life to all Florida, that all Floridians have but I don't think I will ever stop being amazed by the mountains. Growing up, I didn't, I can't think of a single weekend when my family was not at the beach, out on a boat, or camping. A love of outdoor and nature was born into me. Through my photography, I hope to bring the freedom and natural beauty of wild animals to people everywhere. I hope to encourage an appreciation for the untouched wilderness and a desire to protect the animals that live there. A first-year fine arts major at Metro, I look forward to continuing to learn and grow in my photography. Emily has a series of pictures. Her top three are actually mountain goats. She has a picture. The first picture is a mountain goat with a small kid. The second picture is a kid balanced on poised, just ready to leap off of a rock. And the third picture is the mama keeping an eye on that little baby, just getting ready to leap off the rock. She also brought a beautiful photograph of the flamingos in Florida. She has a picture of a cheetah and a beautiful picture of a pair of tigers. Enjoy the photography. Ron Rowe, good lord. Okay. He really is amazingly talented. This man also has no off button. He never stops working out. You have to stop him. Okay. Our next presenter is in a, ca- in a display case against the wall. His name is Ron Rowe. I do many kinds of art sculpture, woodworking, furniture, wood carving, and pottery. I've always liked to work with my hands. I started by learning to make furniture and then to do wood carvings. I was told that wood carving was impossible for me to learn with my limited eyesight. I am legally blind. I was determined to learn how to carve wood so I searched until I found someone who could teach me. I have since learned, and I'm very happy to do it all the time. When I do carving, I find a sense of independence because I can carve any time on my own. Since I am a perfectionist, I feel I have to do each piece exactly for the statement that I'm trying to make. However, my work does not always have to make a statement. I mostly carve things that I enjoy looking at. This year, I am showing a collection of small pieces of free carvings, Small, simple pieces of wood can express whimsy or deeper emotions. This little collection of carvings does both. I hope you enjoy them. 
Enron's display. Starting at the right, we have two beautiful hourglasses that were hand-carved. We also have a, a whimsical three-dimensional picture of a prairie dog standing up. There is a very sweet picture of a penguin looking down at his baby standing on his feet. There are two dolphins swimming together. There is a praying, looks like Virgin Mary. There's a praying Virgin Mary carved completely of a single piece of wood. There's also a praying angel that's carved from a single piece of wood. There's a beautiful, small, handmade, hand-woven rattan table. The last two, there's a couple, a loving couple, wooden, and then there is a family of three, all carved from a single piece of wood. The last two pieces are on loan from the Access Gallery. They are the funnest skateboards. Access Gallery did a fundraiser this year that included a skateboard theme. All of the Access Gallery folks painted individual skateboards. We have two skateboards. One is from Brittany Murdoch, and the other is from Jocelyn Roy. One Jocelyn's has a paisley print on the front and whimsical stars on the back. Brittany's actually has feet on the top of her skateboard and a pink and blue whimsical circles on the back. I hope you've enjoyed our verbal tour, audio tour of the Access and Artability shows. Please enjoy, give us feedback, let us know what you think. Have a great day.